Welcome to FileMaker Talk. This is Matt Navar. With Matt Petrowski here in the Ace Hotel. Where Pause and Air is live. And we're in my tiny little three-room... <laughs> three, three, three here? Three-bedroom. Three, it's a three-bed room. That's very small. But not a three-bedroom. <laughs> in other words, it's a room that's about, what is it, 10 feet by 15 feet maybe? With no bathroom but a sink and three beds. Two of them are bunk beds. And that's because Pause on Air is so popular that this was the only room I could get. You do have a TV, which is nice. <laughs> and a sink in the corner. It looks like about a about an 18-inch TV. <laughs> uh, maybe 12. I don't know. Polaroid brand. Never even heard of that brand. So what are you excited about for Pause on Air? Um, most of what I'm excited about is just getting together with the geekiest of the geeks and figuring out what they're doing. I, this is the this is the relaxed time when people are saying, oh, look, here's what I'm doing, and they want to get feedback from other people and say, you know, what do you think about this, or are there other ways? And so it's just this massive accumulation of the inside, in-depth knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Not even so much about the sessions, even though the sessions are going to be key, but just the one-on-one -on -one conversations and the small group conversations. That, and I also come to Portland for you. Ah, how sweet. <laughs> this is uh, Matt's hometown, so obviously he's uh, been shelling out all of the where to go and where to be, and so it's really nice. I, I used one of your tips, which was go to Little Big Burger or Little Burger, yes, yeah. last night, and that was really nice. You like, didn't even have the truffle oil fries, though. That's what you totally have to have there, so we got to go again. Nope, yes, I will be going back to that, according to you, and uh, so I'm looking forward to just oh getting together with all, all the people that you see at DevCon. But it's just a different vibe. It's a totally different vibe. In fact, the hotel here, 79 rooms, over 120 people signed up. Do the math. Uh, that would be approximately to 1.76 per persons per room. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm terrible at math, but I know that there are far more people. We will basically own this hotel for FileMaker people. Yes, but that would, we would own it if, if uh, Pause and Error was announced a year in advance, but it was only a month or so in advance, which means a lot of the rooms were already booked. So Not even a month. Yeah. It was, what is it, two weeks? I bought my tickets, I think, two weeks ago. Told my wife. I said, oh, I'm leaving. Yeah. She said, really? You're serious? I said, that's coming up. It's this Saturday. Oh, wait. That's quicker than I thought. Yeah, yeah me too. I, <laughs> it was just very, very, very quick. Yeah, so I really wonder how much of the hotel we have. Obviously, we took every single room that was available, but I bet there was – I bet less than half of them were. I That would be interesting to ask them to figure out how many people – because they would know what the, – they, they had the discount rate for all the other rooms. But the room that we're in right now, this room wasn't even covered. It wasn't uh, – it's all the rooms that were like at 259 and up that got the pause rate. This is probably one of those unmentioned rooms where maybe they don't get rid of them quick enough or something like that. So those filled up, I know. Well, I think most people like rooms with bathrooms. Of course, there's a bathroom down the hall and you have – only a few rooms share one, so it's not like it's that big of a deal. But Yeah, it's got a shower and you've got a key and stuff like that. So It's a room. It's, it's a room. Pause. Exactly. You're in Portland. Welcome. It's not pouring rain. Yes, very much. What are you looking forward to? You know, the same thing you're talking about. Uh, I, some of the, like the stuff that I've been preparing, I'm doing a session on metadata and maybe not even so much metadata, but really like lookup tables and sort of crazy lookup tables that I've been experimenting on and playing with over the last, I don't know, five years or more. Um, much of which led to the stuff I did for FM search results. So like having a table of last names, having a table of addresses, having a table of cities and zip codes at cross-reference. But then sort of the crazy stuff is having a table of every name, every surname from the U.S. Census with a probability of race 
and first names from the U.S. Census with a probability of sex. So, you, so if you type in a name like Matt Petrowski, it'll say that's highly likely to be a male and highly likely to be you know white or black or Mexican or whatever. Um, and then you can say, you know, what is the person reporting? Does it match the probability? Is the name spelled correctly? Is the name, you know, what's what, what number is it? Is it popularity? Is it a really popular name or is it a really rare name? And then how could you actually use that to make your database better? So, like, having a table of names is really good because if you have a field that you know it to be a name field and somebody types in something. So, my question is, how much storage does that take? Oh, that's not, actually, that table's not that big because it's only maybe 10,000 names or so. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's not that large of a table. Huh. It only the U.S. Census only reports on first names and last names that are in use by more than one thousand people in the country. Huh? I had no idea. So I can't remember the numbers, but the last name table is much larger, of course. And then other weird things that I just love looking at, like uh, are there more first names that are male or first names that are female? So that's what you're doing. What do you? Which which of all the things that you saw? Because you talked with uh, with John and Ernest on a previous podcast. Which of the sessions? Like for example, one of the ones that'll really be interesting to me is Vince and um, I forget who he's speaking with. Brian Schick, I think. Um, they were talking about um, they created their own suite of custom functions where they use the uh, ampersand as their their identifier for this suite of custom functions that abstracts um, SQL. And so it'll be interesting to me to see whether or not it would be worthwhile to implement their custom functions over, for example, what I use is I already have a, an abstracted SQL template, which is basically just within one of my snippets programs within um, Text Expander. So I just type in FMSQL and hit return, and then it populates a a standalone piece of code that allows me to write the SQL. But of course I'm already comfortable writing the SQL code myself. So for those people who aren't, they're probably using like uh, John's um, SQL Explorer or something like that. And then it'll, they would go maybe to um, Vince's session and then maybe start to use their particular custom functions. So I, I, I didn't know about that. Functions. Yeah, me too. I, um, I would, I, I haven't really gone fully to town on the SQL stuff yet. Um, I've been so heads down programming on projects the last several months. I haven't really had a chance, even really since 12 came out, I've been so busy just coding that I haven't really had enough time to learn better standards in coding. So pause is nice because I can pause (laughs) my work schedule and focus just on learning stuff. Yeah, that was funny. We were actually at the food carts with David Knight and everybody, and we were talking about how because it's such short notice, this is sort of like the mini vacation. Everybody gets to say, "Oh, yeah, I got to go to this." <laughs> gotta go, can't not optional. <laughs> got to go to it. It's all you know the the brightest and the best of FileMaker, and that's where you get all the good stuff, all the deep knowledge. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go hang out with some people. All right. Let's go do it. <laughs> 